What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend and Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T E C O V A S com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi everyone, this is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and I Fund Women grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Wind down with Janet Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. Okay, well, this is going to be a really fun wind down. Hi, Catherine. Hi. Did you end up listening to last week's? I didn't. You didn't? I saw the preview and You're I like, got nervous. <laughs> oh, faking it? Yeah. I was like, I'm so glad Kristen was there, not me. Have you ever faked it? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I would see you not being the faking type. I mean, I could see that too, but no, I have. He's like, just stop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We talked about this last week. You're like, yeah, why are we repeating (laughs) a conversation? (laughs) Oh, man. Well, we wanted to do something a little different on today's podcast. It's going to be a QA, but also to dive in. And, you know, if things come up, if 
you know, you know how I love a good devil's advocate. Oh yeah. If you want to, you know, jump in on those and just um, have a conversation about, this is like the Seinfeld episode where you don't really have a topic. Oh, okay. But it just kind of is a show. It evolves. Yeah. <laughs> it evolves. I, right? It. Is that like that's it's how Seinfeld was? Is that a, it's a show about nothing? Mm-hmm. But yet there's going to be so much in there because you guys have a lot of questions and um, we may or may not answer all of them. <laughs> so <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> and Mark, of course, is here and he's going to be the MC for the day. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, there are a lot of questions about a specific topic that mm. I'm wondering if we should ask those questions or not. I need your guidance on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the eyes. Can we just go to some other questions and then, yeah. and then how, like, you know, just get it warmed up first. Yeah. Good yeah. policy. Good policy. All right. Okay. Let's just start. We'll start in the relationship section. This is from Laura Head Wellness. What did I just like say? I said, I want to start. <laughs> I, okay. section. Trust Let's me. Let's start with like, what's your favorite color, Mark? Ooh, I, <laughs> well, no one asked that one, but how about this one? How did you get your spark back after your divorce? How did I get my spark back after divorce? I think it's about, how do I say this? Um, I think you have to go through the on the floor, ball your eyes out moments to be able to find your spark. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like you have to go through the stages of all of the healing because if not, like the spark, when you do find the spark, isn't going to be a real spark. Does that make sense? It's going to be like a fake spark. <laughs> Does that make sense to any of you guys? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just a little stronger because you know what you went through or because you went through it hard or... What do you mean? I don't know. I'm not following you. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> so I think it's like if you don't, if you just brush everything underneath the, mm-hmm. you know, the rug, I think you can like fake it in a way. Like I'm so happy and everything's amazing and great when it's like, mm, is that spark real? Got it. So it's just like fake. It's just not. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I think you have to go through all the stages of just like anger and denial and crying to find you through that. And then when you find yourself through that, you're like, you're going to start to feel more like yourself. And every day you start to feel a little bit more like yourself and then a little bit more like yourself. And then you find the pieces of you, they're new pieces. Like I I have definitely old pieces of me from when I was younger, but now I've got new pieces where I'm like, oh, I feel stronger. This is a new spark in me. And so then you start to feel better. And I think, um, I think that's through experience and going through all the like heaviness of it and like the, the tears of it and the and not just putting a Band-Aid on it. Makes sense. Yeah, there are no shortcuts. Yeah, and I want shortcuts. I love shortcuts. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of shortcuts. Like when I was doing my half marathon, I saw like a thing that I could shortcut. (laughs) And I was like, God, I want to take that shortcut right now because that would shave like, you know, 0.5 miles. And But I was just like, I can't do it. Like I can't do it. But I have done, I have short, I have shortcutted, is that the word? I've sh- I've taken a lot of shortcuts when it has come to my healing because I want to feel better. Mm-hmm. So I have in the past for sure jumped into things or I have gone down roads because it in the moment makes me feel better. But long term, it doesn't actually work. It's a fake spark until you actually 
get through it. Yeah. And then again, like you start to realize, you know, I think I think I've got a pretty good spark right now, but sure, there's still moments. So it's like, I think people just think like all of a sudden you're just like better. It's like you're you're just you've got great days and you've got some days that kind of suck. Sure. And I think, you know, but getting the spark is just going through it and, you know, believing that there's another side because there is another side. Should I ask another question that's uh, non-specific, or should I follow up to that question with something more specific? Where <laughs> not, is your spark not right now? Not reading between the lines. Oh, okay. Um, What's your current spark status? I'm. I feel like I'm. Uh, my spark status. I'm really happy with my spark. I think it's. I again, like I just said, like I think there's good days, and I think there's you know, days where it's like, oh, it's a bummer, but I'm everything that I've gone through. I, I keep learning lessons and I'm, and through that, it's like, you know, and I'm having fun. Like I'm going out with my girlfriends and we're going to get drinks and like, I'm Stella's getting her groove back in a way, you know, like in just a way of like, so things that I did, you know, with my therapist in the office, it's like, you know, and then like finally forgiving Mike and like all these things, it's like those pieces, like let my spark shine and let my light go a little brighter. Uh, is, okay. <laughs> <She's smart. laughs> I know, but this is a good question. I just got to phrase it properly. Okay. Any relationships that have happened since your divorce, mm -hmm. were they part of the healing process of getting your spark back or are they kind of like starting over again and a new situation to grieve when they don't work out? Okay, wait. Thank you. <laughs> can you can he went you rogue on that one? Can you okay. can you tr can you try again? Yeah. Okay. You, you, you've seen you've seen some men since your divorce. Yeah, of course. I have mean, not those of course, men yes. been. Go ahead. Yeah, have have those men been part of the process of getting your spark back from your divorce, or mm. is each of those an individual relationship that also needs to be mourned? Kind of you, uh, kind of a setback towards getting your spark back. Got it. Good question. I think. One of the first guys that I hung out with post-divorce, I unfairly hung out with him because I was nowhere near ready. Like, no, that was where I was putting a Band-Aid on things because it, I felt better. I was being told that I was beautiful and I was pretty and I was strong. Everything that I haven't heard for seven almost seven years, I was starting to hear it from someone else and it felt really nice. But if I was being honest with myself, I was not being honest in that at all because I just, I wasn't ready to be in a relationship, which is, you know, when I was, when the person wanted to be, I was just like, I don't want to be like, I, I'm, I don't know what I want. And then, you know, so I think, um, that one was, and, and, and I was reading people's comments, like, girl, just like be by yourself and, but it was just, it felt nice, to, again, to have something that felt so different from my past. Mm -hmm. um, but again, it was, don't you, do you agree? Like yeah. Like it was putting. Oh, absolutely. Like even my, you know, and I think, and here's the thing, I think, and when Pamela said this best, she goes, we almost needed him to get you out of the gutter to know that you will be, like that you will sure. be, um, which, you know, it sucks for that person that, but the timing also, I'm like, you know, that yeah. was, but um I think it was, yeah, I just, I couldn't, I didn't want to commit because I just got out of something. It was so fresh, but I think it was nice to feel like, it's like that, that helped me kind of get up a little bit 
and go, okay, maybe I won't be alone forever. And maybe this, maybe someone will like me again or think I'm pretty. And, um, but like through dating post-divorce, I think where I have struggled is I have not been strong on boundaries that I know are important to me. Okay. I have more follow-ups, but I'm going to hold them for right now. Okay. Because this is the Instagram Q&A. This is not the Marky Mo Q&A. Okay. Right. <laughs> Here we go. Cam, Cam Ara0925, mm-hmm. how to forget after you have forgiven. My husband cheated on me with his ex-wife before we got married. I can forgive, but how do I forget? My husband cheated on me with his ex-wife. Before we got married. So they got divorced and then, yeah. You know what's really interesting about that? What? Because I remember um, John, you know, who was was here. I remember he, like, there's that connection Mm -hmm. with that person. Like he had, I think he went back to Christine at one point in time after they got divorced. But it's like a, I think you have that connection. Right. Not, not many, I'm not saying that's right at all. Like, please mm-hmm. don't even mm-hmm. like, please don't hear that at all. Um, but that it happens. But it almost. Something, yeah. Yeah. It's like where it's like, if you, I'm, I don't know. I don't want to sound, I'm going to sound like a total hypocrite. So I'm just going to stop what I'm saying right now. Um, you'll never forget. That's the thing. Unless you are in the Truman Show, what's this in that show, or the Mission Impossible, or not Mission Impossible, but the Men in Black, where they <laughs> erase your memory. Wow. Which one are we going to? No, which Men one was that? Yes. Men, Men in Black. Men in Black. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, oh, Eternal Sunshine. That was it. Thank you, Eternal Sunshine. Oh, that was what I was one. thinking that's of. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, like I don't think you for like I'm never gonna forget when um, that my ex cheated. I forgive him, but I, I'll never forget. That's the thing. It's it's how what you do with that memory. So are you going to let it affect you every single day? Like I know I can fault it with my last, you know, my past relationship with my ex. I could not forget it. And I absolutely could not forgive in that moment. But when you, so that those were two big things, but me not being able to forget it, I let it take over every single day when someone just wants to like move on. So it's what you do with the information that you have and how you handle it. It with the information you have. Mm-hmm. Right? No? Yeah? No? Yeah? I mean, I think it's part of your story, so I don't know how you forget it. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't forget it. Yeah. Because it's part of your story, but it's also part of their your story together. You can forgive it and you can move on, but it's always got to be filed away in there. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. And when it comes up, like one of the things to do is like, hey, this is coming up for me. And ho- hopefully your husband will go, will be empathetic and not say, God, can you just forget about it already? Or can you just move on? Or can you just like what that person needs to do? Like if they're a healthy person, they'll say, hey, I'm really sorry that's coming up for you. And is there anything that I can do around it to make you feel safe or comfortable? But for so many people that are in that position of the ones that are cheated, they have so much like shame. They just want you to forget it and move on. And that's not how it works for people that have been affected by abuse or of, of cheating. Yeah. Well, especially if it's still going on. I mean, that that's like a different, like them wanting to forget about it. You know, they can't keep repeating the pattern. Mm-hmm. You can't just, for, let's forget about it, but keep repeating the pattern. So yeah. hopefully in this instance, it's something that they don't do again. You can start to move forward together again, but you're never going to forget it. I don't know how you would ever. No, it's just not letting it have the it, impact that it, it has had. 
Like you could go to therapy, talk to your friends, like see his actions, see how, if it comes up. I mean, I remember that one hotel that, you know, I had struggled going past, like, I'd be like, Hey, like, ugh, the memories of the, like that hotel, like, and then hopefully that person will be like, Hey, I'm so sorry. That sucks. You know, and empathize with you and not make you feel crazy for thinking it. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow. I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is 
and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. I'm going to move on from the relationship questions for a moment. We can return to those. We'll put a pin in those. Oh, a pin. Put a pin. Name the movie. Bolt. (laughs) Bolt? Bolt. Such a good movie. The dog? The dog? The agent was like, let's put a pin in it. (laughs) The entire movie was about putting a pin in it. I loved it. Well, only a mom would come up with Bolt as a reference. So let's go to the parenting section of the Instagram Q&A. Bonnie M., and then a whole bunch of numbers. What is your greatest (laughs) hope or dreams for you and your kids in the future? Mm, I just want them to be happy and look back on their childhood and, yeah, just have really good memories. I look back on my childhood and I think sometimes, like, oh, yeah, that was a fun memory. Ah, but that's when mom and dad, like, were fighting. Or that's when my parents got divorced. Or that's when, and it was always kind of, like, shadowed by a a negative experience. And I just want them to look look back and go, oh, that was a great memory with mom when we went here and we went up north. And, um, yeah, and I, I think just that they're, I just want them to be happy and I want them to be healthy. And I just want to, I want to soak up every minute that I have with them because, you know that meme that always goes around. You've only got kids for four years, yeah. <laughs> like, which is so depressing. Little, like you know, little kids for, and then they grow up, and then they, you know yeah. they're not going to want to play with me anymore. And you know, Jace wants me to sing. You know, he's like, sometimes it's two songs, but he like five songs. And in the moment, I'm like, oh, God, I'm so tired. I just want to go to bed. <laughs> and then I have to remember that's like, all right, buddy, let's do five songs. You know, because it's like he's not going to want me to lay in bed and sing him five songs like that's yeah so that's what i would what do you want well uh, the same i mean and that's kind of the cliche answer but mm. doesn't every mom want their kids to be happy and healthy yeah you know but that's a good one because that's hard it's like the books when you have to read <sighs> them books and you skip through been, you know uh, uh-huh. but, but now it's like you know my <laughs> third really slacking <laughs> yeah. on that one not gonna lie like I had I skipped a whole oh. chunk the other night, but I'm tired. When they don't know, it's just so easy. I'm like, they'll never know that we're. But yeah, I mean, now I'm at a point where like my kids put themselves to bed, oh, which that's I mean so is weird. is kind of nice, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> is kind of sad at the same time. It's kind of bittersweet. Ramsey puts herself to bed sometimes. I mean, like her and Emmy basically sleep together most of the mm-hmm. time, and so they just go to bed together. But I mean, if I'm home, I'll definitely go up there and lay with her for a little bit. But and she just kind of reads on her own and. What about Ram? Uh, what about y'all? Your, your kids, your girls? Well, it's funny. I fight that. I fight that they're teenagers. Well, one is sixteen, and one mm-hmm. is going to be thirteen on Tuesday. So they're mm-hmm. teenagers at this point. I fight the going to bed by yourself. I insist. No, no, no. I'm coming. I'm <laughs> going to come. I'm going to come say goodnight. I'm going to come give you a kiss, mm-hmm. even though they're fine going to bed by themselves. I am not fine with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the same stuff. I love the. I like the happy memories thing because a couple of years ago I realized that I need to start. I need to start focusing on my legacy. Mm-hmm. Because now that they're entering high school and now one's a sophomore, I thought I got to really be um, 
aggressively making happy, positive memories, because I feel like this is the time they remember the most, is the, is the four or five years before they leave the nest. Yeah. They're really going to remember that time. So I really just wanted to be all positive all the time. And, and that's what I'm really trying to focus on. Well, and I'll say too, like when I was 13, I didn't want my dad, but I mm -hmm. need my, I needed my dad. Yeah. So like if yeah. they're pushing you away, don't, don't let them like keep, keep going and keep grinding, like grinding that relationship. Because I, that is to me is like, I look back and I'm like, that's the pivotal, like all where all my daddy issues came from. And that, that time. And like, that's like such a, an age of like n feeling loved and mm -hmm. yeah. It's such a good point. Cause I hadn't really thought about that, but it's like, when I go back to therapy, anytime she asks me, I'm like, I only remember those years. Mm -hmm. Like I don't remember when I was five. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's little pieces, but everything I go back to was those years. So that's a really good point. And it actually kind of makes you feel a little bit better. Like if I've already messed them up, yeah. I've got time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was my feeling is because I've talked about this before on here that I regret how I reacted to her anxiety when I was, mm -hmm. when she was young, because I was completely ill-equipped to deal with something like that. I've never experienced it before. And so I don't like how I reacted to that when she was younger and I'm always going to regret that. But sure. now when she's feeling anxiety, I feel like it's my opportunity to mm -hmm. make amends, to, to do better. And so I, when she gets into that state now, I'm like, okay, great. Now's my chance to be a good dad. Like I wasn't when she was younger. And so it's not that you weren't, don't say you weren't a great dad. You just didn't know how to handle those situations. You were still a great know. dad. Also, I, I just feel like I was selfish. Mm -hmm. I was, I, I, my ego would get in the way. And I just, I was thinking about myself and not what she needed in that moment. I mean, how great for you to acknowledge that mm -hmm. though. And to be able to. And I've talked to her about and, it. Oh, that's am and that's great. amazing because yeah. that shows her something too. Yeah. What did she say when you told her that? She gets uncomfortable. She's like, dad, it's fine. Dad, it's really, mm. don't worry about it. It's okay. Everything's fine. But she'll remember that. I hope so. But she, and she also knows that I'm always going to be there for her now, especially because of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. Anyway. This is a perfect transition into this question from Kay Brolt, who says, how do you handle mom guilt? Uh, I work full time and yesterday I missed my eight-year-old's swim lessons. I mean, I, I said this on the show a few weeks ago, but wherever I get my mom guilt from other moms, and that's really sad, where I feel judged from other moms. And that bums me out. And that's where I, uh, like, um, uh, my girl, Jessie Decker, she was uh, on her Instagram story, like crying about, you know, trying to be a working mom and, and raise her kids. And instead of, you know, saying, you know, I'm sure she got some negative comments like, well, you shouldn't, you know, be working so much. Instead, it's like, hey, you're doing a great job supporting your kids. And like, just like, because everyone has that mom guilt. And like, you just want other moms around you and other people to go, you're doing a great job and you're working so hard and they're going to see that. Like I was, I played a, a song with her at the Ryman um, last week and, you know, seeing her three kids up on stage, like they're seeing what a badass mom she is, you know? And it, it kind of started to make me think about my kids and it's like, yeah, I don't like to go away and be filming and working and stuff. But I also think they're seeing that I'm, I, one day they will see how hard I worked for them and the balance that I made to make sure we still had awesome memories. I was still with them. And yeah, I, I ended up turning something down that was going to be, I would be gone for about two and a half weeks. But sometimes you have to make the, 
choice and it's, it's tough. And some people, you know, would, would have taken the two and a half weeks. But for me, I also know that like, I, I don't, again, they're so young right now. Maybe I can do that later when they're older, mm-hmm. but it's hard. It sucks. But trying to think of the positive on it, that's where I'm trying to go. Like, I've, I feel like I've been so not negative, but I want to just lean into more like positive and go, okay, what's, what's the positive of me working? Well, I'm supporting my kids and my mom, my, my kids are seeing that like they, you know, if you work hard and all those things, I don't know. Yeah. And I think it's, I think about this a lot because I have, you know, with three kids with a lot of activities, I always try to be at everything. I have Mm -hmm. always tried. And really just now this year, I've realized like, it's not physically possible, Mm. you know, working and three kids, three different places. Like, Sometimes they happen at the same time. Sometimes the dad, my dad, my husband, their dad has to be there. Or sometimes my parents or sometimes a babysitter. But I think you just have to, you just have to realize like missing a swim lesson. It's not like they're going to go back and remember that you missed a swim lesson. They're going to remember that you were there for the other 15 swim lessons. You know, it's just, I think we put so much pressure on ourselves working or not working. I mean, even if you're home and you have a lot of kids, you can't physically do everything, you know? So I think it's just taking that pressure and knowing that they are seeing you again, if you are working, working hard, but doing your best and being there when you can. Yeah. Like my mom never, and I was thinking about this. I was like, she's never, I don't, I don't think she, maybe she went to one figure skating competition, but the reason she didn't is because she was a single mom and she had to work. Mm -hmm. So I had my coach drive me to every single thing that I had. And looking back, like I didn't, I didn't judge her for it. I just knew that, all right, mom has mm-hmm. to work. And now I know I'm like, yes, I have to work. Mm-hmm. And my kids are going to see that I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm doing the best that I can. <laughs> oh, the other day though, I did get on Jolie. Cause she was like, this is the worst day ever. And I was like, you are so lucky to have everything that you have. And like that, that whole, like I'm like, you don't even yes. understand. You have a roof over your head. You have food. I'm like, do not say this is, so you want to know what a worst day looks like? Yeah. So I pulled it up on Google. I was like, that is what a worst day looks like. That little girl doesn't have a house, mm-hmm. but her mom's trying the best she can. <laughs> you know, like it was just it's so hard. hard. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. It's, yeah. Uh, lighter note. This is from Kimmy 1130. This is just a quickie. What happened with the tooth fairy and Jolie waking up? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That was so funny. I could oh. just picture you with the piggy bank trying I was, to get it. Okay, so my daughter, she had a loose tooth. I'm not the one that pulls the teeth. Mike is the one that pulls the teeth. I'm like, hey, she's coming in <laughs> with a, a, you know, a, a wiggler. Like, get it out before she comes back to my house. Like, I can't, I can't handle the blood, the pulling. Like, <laughs> can't do it. So she comes in and she's like, mommy, look. And it's like bending over. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's ready. I couldn't grab onto it. Catherine tried. She couldn't grab onto well, it. I don't do it either, though. I don't pull my kids together. But yet you tried I to tried, pull my daughter. And I was like, I can't do it. Uh-uh. Your goddaughter. Yes. Um, and so long story short, I was doing an Instagram Live because my one brick team was in town. And the babysitter, <laughs> she had the babysitter pull it. And she's like, Mommy, look, Emma pulled it. And... I was just like, oh my God, Emma, how did you do that? She's like, well, you just kind of have to like twist it. She's a senior <laughs> in high school and she's like trying to like describe like how she's like twisting her tooth off. And I was just like, okay. And then I was like, and then I put her to bed. She put the tooth underneath there. And then I was like, oh, I don't have any cash. So then I'm like, what do I do? So <laughs> I'm like, problem in 2022. Mm-hmm. who carries cash? Issue. Yeah. 
I, I'm like, I, I can't remember the last time I've had cash. So, I mean, I'm, I'm freaking out. Pam comes over, my other neighbor, Molly. I was like, hey, do you guys have any cash? And they're like, no, they're like looking. I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do the tooth fairy. I almost texted my next door neighbor because, you know, she's she's a little bit older. And so I was like, well, she's got to have cash. Like older people probably keep cash. <laughs> so like, I mean, she's like my grandma's age. You know what I yeah. mean? Like they've got cash. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, but I'm like, it was at that point, nine o'clock. So I'm like, oh, I'm not going to wake her up. And then I went into Sarah's room. I, I did end up waking her up. I was like, Sarah, do you have any cash? <laughs> Like, I couldn't find her purse on the thing because I was going to go through her purse and just like grab cash. (laughs) So then I go up to Julie's room and I'm just like pacing. I'm like, what am I going to do? So I start shaking her piggy bank because it's glass. So there's nothing that's like, there's nothing to twist off. Uh So I'm looking at it and I'm trying to like, I get, I go grab tweezers to try to get tweezers (laughs) to go inside the sliver where the money comes through. And I'm like, this is a really low moment in my parenting right now. I'm like, I'm trying to steal my daughter's money to put money underneath (laughs) her pillow. And then I thought about breaking the, the, so I looked at it. I'm like, I think I'm I'm gonna have to break it. I'm gonna have to get some money out and then explain what happened. Um, And then I I went down and I was like, wait, maybe I've got some like change or something in I've got a, you know, a couple purses. So I was, I was going through them and then I found $3 in the, one of my uh, little lip things. And so I ended up finding it. But then when I put it in there, she stood up. That's like my worst. And I was like, and I just like, it's gently like pushed her back down. And I was like, hopefully she didn't remember. I'm like, hopefully she wouldn't like won't remember in the morning. And luckily, everyone was like, just tell her you were checking to see if the tooth fairy came. Mm. But she didn't ask. She woke up and she was, "Mommy, the tooth fairy came." And I was like, "Oh, did she? (laughs) That's great, honey." Oh my gosh! First of all, that's how our tooth fairy got so rich because I only had like a twenty dollar bill. I was like, "This is really setting a precedent." But that's all I have, and I've stolen money. The tooth fairy says this is for the next five teeth you yeah, can't do that exactly so i think what i'm going to do is i'm going to go to the bank and just get some money out for my tooth fairy fund so you know as the kids get older they start having cash because people give them cash for like birthdays and really? christmas oh yeah we got three wallets in our thing so i just steal from them and then put it back <laughs> if i have to i uh, i do yeah. it all the time like, we just tell our kids that the tooth fairy sent five dollars to your college fund via zelle Oh, uh, well, that's that's brilliant. No, we don't. We don't. I mean, no. that's actually a really good idea. I know. I was like, can I start as Venmo for you, baby girl? Like, two, three is going to give you Venmo money. Yeah. All right. Let me rapid fire you these lifestyle questions because they're quickies. And then we have a few more relationship questions we should probably get to. Mm. Uh, quickly, is there a new book coming? Asks Bree. Maybe. Taylor Stott says, what is your favorite concert you've ever been to in your whole life? <sighs> I know this is rapid, but this is hard. Garth Brooks or mm. James Taylor? I need more specifics, like Garth Brooks at Ryman in 2007. <laughs> Garth Brooks at Bridgestone when there was the flood in Nashville. And then oh, okay. James Taylor pretty much like a year after that. Okay. Uh, same person says, any plans for touring or putting on a new album? I don't think I'll ever do another album just because it's so wow. expensive. Um, oh. I'll release songs for sure. I feel like that's the way to go these days, isn't it? I mean, it sucks because like albums are so great, but at the same time, yeah, it's just, especially for an independent artist, I just, it's way too expensive and it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And did you decide on a dog? Says Sporto, Sporto wife. Yes, I did. I'm so excited. So Tanya sent me her breeder, Tanya Rad. Yeah. And I'm going to get a Cavapoo. 
Oh man, Sunny is pretty adorable. I am so excited. Yeah, so I've put the I, deposit you'll, in you'll be happy and that. it'll be, um, I think in like the late summer, early fall. Uh, let's take a break. Okay. And then we have some more relationship questions. I am feeling nauseous. Okay, bye. <laughs> Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow. I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. 
you cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, so uh, you know what I'm going to ask. I think you've seen some of these. Uh, and I, Do I have your permission to ask the question from Ash Pole? Um, I have actually not looked at the breakdown for today because I knew it was a Q&A and I just kind of wanted to avoid it. <laughs> so. All right, well, here we go. Okay. Cam Ara says, how did you overcome your breakup with Ian? You seem happy and radiant. Um. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, we've gotten a lot of these questions. Mm -hmm. Like, what happened? Are you, what's like, where is, blah, you know. And I truthfully didn't want to say anything. Because I'll let you go, Catherine. Why did we discuss that we weren't going to say anything? Why did we discuss? Well, first of all, you're going to have relationships mm -hmm. and you're going to have breakups. Mm -hmm. You're dating. You're divorced. Um, but I think that there's lessons from every relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the important thing to focus on. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, I, and I don't want to be like, the last thing that I want is to, when I say something, it's, it's um, like the victim or that mentality. And I just have gotten so, I just want to move on from, and I understand that I, I am very public and I say a lot of things and I talk about my relationships, but there's a piece where sometimes maybe I just don't want to share because I'm still going through it. And th I think that's okay too, because there were and have been a lot of lessons post-divorce. Um, and I know now that when I get into a relationship, if I see similar patterns or behaviors that are similar to my ex, like lying or saying something and acting a different way, I have to have very strong boundaries to say, that's not okay. And I'm out. Um, and I think that's really hard for me to do because I always want to believe people's intentions and their words. But I also know like, I'm not going to be able to most likely right now in this state where I'm at, have a, um, a relationship with someone that has have had similar patterns to my ex. Yeah. Or triggers something that is in that because that is going to bring out a piece of me because I am still doing my work. And yes, I am, I believe that I'm healed from my ex, but I still have triggers from that past that is not going to bring out the best version of myself in a relationship when 
a pattern is noticed and I have to go, okay, that's not healthy for me and I can't stay in something like that. But I have a really hard time sticking with my boundaries. I really do because I just want to, I want love so bad, almost to my detriment. Like I want to be loved I because I, I have so much love to give. I just want the same love in return, knowing what I deserve. And it's very hard when you realize if there's things you don't want to tell your friends, that's probably mm-hmm. a red flag. Definitely. And that's something that I've realized I just, in, in, in relationships post-divorce, that I have to just be really clear on boundaries of what I'm looking for and what is going to be the healthiest thing and, and stand by it and not just go, well, it's just because of this or make excuses. Or it's like, I've done that for seven years. I'm done making excuses for other people. I think you so badly don't judge other people and don't want to, that when someone shows you something or does something, well, I've lied before, or well, I've done this before. Well, Mm -hmm. I've like, I can't judge them. I can't. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard for you when it's kind of smacking you in the face Mm -hmm. for you to truly see it and truly go, this is not good for me. Mm -hmm. I love myself and I'm, I need to get out. Yeah. This is yeah. And this just isn't the last, you know, it's just, it's for sure. It's every relationship that I've kind of been in where it's like, I just, I do that. So yeah, I'm like, well, I've lied before. And so how can I, mm-hmm. how can I judge someone for that? Or how can I, I'm like, oh yeah, I have, I'm, I did cheat in a relationship when I was not in my marriage, but yes, I did cheat at one point. And like, how can I? Well, I think it's okay to not judge someone for their past, but say that this is, doesn't work for me. Yeah, I can't be in a relationship where I can't, you know, where similar patterns are. And again, this isn't a lot of relationships for you, Mm -hmm. but recognizing those similar patterns and being strong enough to walk away when you recognize them. Yeah. I think that's really important. Yeah, I agree. And I think you always say people show you who they are, believe them. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I, I just for like, I know now, like when I, if I have a list, so my, you know, if I'm working with a you know, uh, my therapist or whoever, it's like, okay, what are things that are really important to me? Someone that doesn't lie. Because where I'm at in my life now, I can own my past as ugly as some of the things I've done. I will sit there in front of you and say some really awful things I've done. And it, it feels terrible to share, like awful, but I can own it. Cause I've, you know, I've, I've, I've you know, I've, I've grown through it and I, I realize like mm-hmm. who I am now. So it's like, I all I want that same level of someone who is has has done the the work to be able to look and be like, yeah, this is what I've done and it's really bad, but like this is how, who I am now and like what I'm doing and stuff like that. That's interesting. So, but if you met a guy mm-hmm. and in the first couple of days he mentioned to you that he cheated on his ex-wife and that's why it fell apart, but I'm a much better person now, I think you'd have a hard time looking past that and I would understand why. And, and that's something where I was talking to one of my good girlfriends, Brienne, who I've had on here. She's a, you know, she's a sexually sex and love addict. And, you know, she was, she's like, where you're at now, she's like, I, she's like, I don't think that would be a healthy relationship for you because of you're always going to wonder, well, is he, is he going mm-hmm. back into that? And and you're right. And that's something where if someone did say that, and, but it's terrible because I'm like, I do believe people can change. That's, that's mm-hmm. where I go. Like, that's where I go. I, I really, truly believe people can change and people can 
you know, um, be better versions of themselves. And so it's like, who am I to cast judgment on someone from, cause I've done stuff too. So it's like, who am I to judge? It's, it's just it, for me, like, yes, it would be hard, but them acknowledging it and being honest is something that would be like a, like a beautiful thing. And I would have a lot less <laughs> like triggers around it if they were open and honest about it. But I mean, sure. It's not like, I mean, I would love to find someone that doesn't, you know, and, and I think so lying and she, like, and Pat, like that's, yeah, that's hard. And I think, um, just again, someone that's just wanting to, like, I had just, I had to have to just have very clear boundaries of what I want and, um, and stick by them. And also there's a lot of men in the world that believe in monogamy and, and faithfulness. Is and there I though? Think that I just I, there, don't. I promise. Yeah. I promise there are. There are two on this Zoom right now. I promise. I think I'm just, and this is where, like, I think I've become just jaded to, you know, past relationships and, and stuff like that, where I just am like, like, but I also know what I deserve. It's just, again, I go to that place like, well, I believe people deserve to have chances and love, you know, like, <laughs> I, I'm, mm-hmm. I just, I, I do, I believe in it. Like, I believe that people deserve second chances. Well, I have a perfect question to end with. It's from Danielle Morell, who just says, how are you feeling? I'm good. I am. I'm good. I'm I'm getting very clear about things that I want in my life, who I want in my life, how I want it in my life. And it's really, really nice. And I feel like, you know, my therapist, it's so funny. She said something to me um, last week when I had a session with her. She goes, do you remember when I asked you? She's like, it was about a month ago. She's like, you just looked. And I, and I wasn't sharing some certain things with her too. Again, because I just, I don't want to... Yeah. Um, and so she was like, she's like, you just kind of were like, yeah, no, no, I'm good. Like, I'm good. And she's like, you, she's like, you're back. Like you, you've kind of like come back and you're back in you as opposed to just like holding on to things that might've not been serving you very well. Your spark is Great. back. My spark. Is I think so. I think it is. And this is yep. all part all of the process. Lessons. Yeah. It's all lessons, yep, but all I will, lessons. I will, I, you know, I'm going to definitely, just focus on on uh, the kiddos and and just um, write a list of clear boundaries. <laughs> if and when there's ever a next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don't worry, I, I just... won't go into the whole like I'll never be like I'm gonna be alone forever. But I will say like it's about loving myself right now, and that's that's the biggest piece. Great, I think I think another someone else will be along. In, in short order, but that's <laughs> not even on the radar right now. Not okay, even good. on the that's radar. Good. I'm right, going well, we'll to talk yeah, in a couple no. weeks. No, 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 it's not, it's not okay. on my radar. I promised my therapist a timeline good. that I'm not telling anyone. Oh, <laughs> you're not telling anyone. <laughs> not even Catherine. Catherine knows. Oh, I know. <laughs> I've got the countdown on my phone. <laughs> Oh man. Well, that was fun. Um yeah, that was fun. So fun. Love you guys. Thanks, Mark. Great job. You bet. My pleasure. Thank you. You're the sweetest. Um, see you guys next week. We're gonna have a really cool guest on next week's show. We're gonna go uh talk about I believe food and Ooh, wellness and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward it. to that conversation. Okay, bye. You know, 
I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend and Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's tacovas, T E C O V A S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.